What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fast and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Fast and Flow, otherwise known as Katherine Kelly, your running bestie, a certified personal trainer, and a long-distance runner based out of New York City. And I also work in corporate strategy at a fitness company. So we are all things fitness over here. Today, we are going to talk about self-confidence and how to build self-confidence, and I'm going to give specific examples of times that I've really been lacking confidence in myself and what I've actually done to kind of get over that hump. But first, as always, let's do a little life update. So yesterday, we went to um, Westchester. We were at our friend's house. We did like a little family barbecue, and it was so nice to just get out of the city and literally see grass and like touch grass. We were just like tossing around the football in the backyard, barefoot. It just was a very wholesome experience, had a lot of good food and good company. And yeah, we were just kind of there for like 10 hours, basically all day. But prior to that, we had done our 16 mile long runs in the morning. If you know, you know, it's like you are waiting all week for that long run. And then finally you get it done and you're like kind of big week of training culminates with that long run. And then you're finally like, yes, I get to like go out. I get to have a drink, but you're just so freaking tired that it's like you're like trying to hype yourself up but all you want to do is go take a nap so definitely was battling that a little bit and honestly that's just part of marathon training season like I you do have to push through and obviously if you want to you know see your friends and family and like go have fun but it definitely is a very real thing like you're just so shot after that long run um but by the evening I ended up kind of popping back out of it I'm actually kind of considering potentially not drinking for the remainder of this training cycle because I've kind of been noticing a pattern in myself where it's like I feel really good during the week obviously you know I'm tired and I'm training and I'm stressed from work but like good all things considered and then obviously on Saturday I do the long run and then after that I'll typically go out and I won't drink a ton just because it's not really my vibe but even just a couple drinks after like that really big effort I feel like it just floors me and then I keep waking up on Sunday and being just like, I don't know, just like hungover, very low vibes, just like not in a good place. And it keeps happening to me like repetitively and I keep getting annoyed at myself, but I don't know. I'm not really somebody who likes to like put super strict restrictions on myself and say, I am not going to drink for the rest of the training cycle. Like I just, I never do well with like restriction. I'm kind of just taking the feedback from my body and thinking like, maybe let's try out a week where I don't drink at all and just see how I feel. Um, so yeah, I'm not really sure, but that's just kind of something that I've noticed, uh, has been going on with me like every single Saturday and Sunday. So we'll see what happens there. But this week of training went very, very well. I did two speed workouts. So I did a six mile tempo run and that ended up being around a seven thirty pace, which is right around my marathon pace. And then I did eight by eight hundreds and those were all around 620 to 630 pace. And I really felt like I was flying on those. So that was a huge confidence boost. Uh, My long run this week felt definitely challenging. I definitely ran the entire run faster than I have been the previous weeks. I was kind of hovering around like an 830 ish pace the entire time whereas like on the other long runs I've started like nine minutes or even over nine minutes and then bumped my way down to like 
740, which is just, again, right around my marathon pace. So it really does go to show you that even when you're looking at someone's Strava and you see like their average pace, like my average pace, for example, averaged out to 824, but it honestly felt harder than like when I do the slow miles in the beginning and the fast miles at the end, which still would average out to like the same pace. So it really is just interesting. Like pacing is obviously so important. Um, but yeah, an 824 is still about 45 seconds slower than my marathon pace, which is 740 or my goal marathon pace, I should say. I keep talking about it as if I've already done it. But honestly, I think that's part of the reason that I am going to do it because I just truly believe that like in my mind, I've already accomplished it. And now I just have to do the work to get there, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, training went really well. Long run felt a little challenging yesterday. My knees and my shins were a little sore, but I did most of the run with endorphins and it was summer streets yesterday. And that's just always such a vibe. So that really pulled me through. It was a beautiful day. And then, as I said, we were just in Westchester and having a really good time all day. So yeah, another hard week of training coming, (laughs) Um, you know, just grinding. We're about 11 weeks out from the New York City Marathon. So it is, we are, we are heavily in marathon season and you know what? I am totally just embracing it and loving it and it's hard, it's challenging, but it's really rewarding and I'm really proud of myself for going through it. So Yeah, but just to get into this week's episode on self-confidence, I kind of wanted to talk about this because I've noticed there's been periods of my life where I've been very not confident of myself and then periods of my life where I am confident in myself and then now where I kind of have like, I guess I would say like a hesitant confidence, like I'm confident in some areas but not confident in other areas, but I actually don't see this as a bad thing anymore because to me... And I've heard this from several people, but I've actually always said this myself. And then I recently heard Ed Milet repeat this on one of his podcasts. But confidence is built upon keeping the promises that you make to yourselves. I've also heard Allie Love say this on one of the Peloton rides I was doing. But like confidence comes from competence. Like so actually doing the things that you want to feel confident at, right? I think sometimes we think, oh, we're just born with confidence or we should just you know, we should just believe that we can be confident and then we will be, or like some flip will switch all of a sudden and we'll just be super confident in ourselves. But in reality, confidence comes from like doing the thing that you're not confident in to the point that now you've practiced it so many times that there's no way you couldn't be confident in yourself. And so I'm going to give some examples, but the some some tangible examples first are when I started working in investment banking, I really was not confident in myself at all because I had not interned in investment banking. And when I was starting my analyst class, everyone else had interned. So they knew like all of the Excel shortcuts. Oh my God. Like it sounds so silly, but when I tell you how, oh, how just bad I felt that I didn't know all the Excel shortcuts, like I felt so lesser than, which sounds so funny. And like now that's literally the thing I'm best at at my job. Like excel modeling so it's just honestly hilarious but literally proves my point that i you know i wasn't confident in myself but it's just because i hadn't practiced that thing but i think sometimes we think oh we're just like not as smart or we're not as good or just i don't know we just think we're lesser than for some reason even though the real reason we're not confident is because we quite literally just have not practiced that thing And so the Excel shortcuts and Excel modeling was a huge thing for me when I started working in investment banking. I was not confident. But over time, I really like dedicated myself to any time I didn't know a shortcut, I would like commit it to memory, like say it a couple of times in my head, make some sort of like mnemonic device and like 
remember it by that but like I just was drilling this into my head and practicing it so much because I was like no I'm not letting myself feel like I'm not smart enough or not intelligent enough or I can't do this job it's all about practice and I practice and practice over and over and over again and like that part is not glamorous and that part's also difficult it's not easy to like teach yourself how to do something but it's possible like we are all smart enough to teach ourselves how to do the things that we want to do and yeah that as I said now is literally my biggest forte that is there's probably two people me and my manager at my company now that know how to do excel modeling and every other management person in in our company every department leader comes to us like to me to ask me to model things for them and so that's like like that's such a 360 moment there. Like it completely changed something that I was not confident in to something that I'm the most confident in, which just like proves to me the reason that I wasn't confident in the first place was I hadn't practiced it. Another example of this is posting on social media. I was so hesitant to start, you know, thinking of myself as a quote unquote influencer or content creator. I was like, whoa, that's just like not me. These other people somehow just like know how to do it. They know what they're doing. They've been doing it for a while. And this took me so long to get over myself. But eventually I was like, no, are, what do these people have that I don't have? These people meaning like the people that already had 100,000 followers on like TikTok and Instagram. What do they have that I don't have? Practice. They have practice. They have months and years under their belt of just working on social media. And so they're good at it, right? I, they're not smarter than me. They don't have some sort of hidden skills that I don't have. I mean, yes, like to an extent, some people are amazing at editing, amazing at videography, photography, and I'm not taking away from that. But like for the type of content I wanted to share, which was running content, I'm super qualified to share running content. But yet I just didn't think of myself as a content creator because I had never practiced it. Literally, when I started posting on TikTok was when I downloaded TikTok. I didn't have a TikTok account before that. I had never gone on it and just like scrolled. I didn't even know what the platform was like. I was not proficient with the user interface. So it was super clunky for me. And just like, I felt really out of place. I kind of felt like an imposter. I'm like, who's even going to watch this? Why am I even trying to do this? But over time of me practicing for a year now making TikTok videos, I feel so fluent in it. I know what I want to share. I know how I want to share it. And yes, I'm constantly evolving and trying to figure out new ways to share things. But I feel so confident in myself. Like when it comes to TikTok, I'm like, oh, I feel excited to make the TikToks. I feel so confident to post the TikToks. I'm not worried anymore. I I have the skills because I've practiced them. And like, it is literally as simple as that. And like, that just reinforced to me, when you set your mind to something, you can do it. It's just going to take practice, repetition, consistency. It's not glamorous. There's no secret. There's no shortcuts. But that is what actually builds confidence in yourself. That's what builds that deep-rooted confidence, right? Because it took you time and effort and work to learn that skill, perfect that craft, and get to the place where you feel confident. So somebody couldn't just whisk that away from you. Like if somebody told me, uh, you're not good at TikTok, I would be like, okay, like, that's fine that you think that. But like, because they say that, that wouldn't make me not post TikToks anymore. I know I'm good at sharing what I want to share because I've practiced it. And so I'm competent in that skill. And so there's a really strong foundation of confidence there. It's not this kind of like thing that can be blown away in the wind, right? Another example of this is marathon training and trying to hit certain, you know, really rigorous goal paces for me. 
the first time I entered a training cycle, like a true training cycle where I was training with run club, I was doing the speed work, I was doing the long runs, like I was like very structured. I was like, wait, I just don't, I don't know if this is going to work. People keep telling me to run my easy runs easy, but I've always run all my runs fast. And like, if I stop running fast, am I going to not be fast anymore? And like, I was completely changing my training style to this polarized training, which is like, you run your easy runs very easy. And then you run your hard runs, like very hard to gain fitness and recover properly, you know, on the two opposite sides of the spectrum. But I just, I didn't have confidence that that was going to work even though I saw all of these very successful people in my run club who are running sub three hour marathons, sub 90 minute half marathons, like using this strategy, I didn't believe it because I hadn't practiced it myself. But over time I've gone through now like three training cycles using that methodology and it's working and I'm getting faster and stronger and better. And I now feel confident to be able to share that information with other people. And that just comes from literally practice and repetition. Like I didn't become confident in myself as a runner because I just one day decided that I was going to be confident. Like I became confident because I practiced every single day, five days a week for eight years now, right? Like it's, it's time consuming. It's difficult. You really have to keep showing up for yourself. And that's like coming back to that first quote, confidence is built upon keeping the promises we make to ourselves, right? So in all those things, when I was working in investment banking, I made a promise to myself. I was like, I'm going to be good at Excel. I'm practicing Excel every day. When I was starting content creation, I said, I'm going to post five TikTok videos a day. And I did that for like six to eight months, five TikTok videos a day. When I started running, I was like, you can't just run once in a while and then expect to become a good runner and be confident in yourself as a runner. Like I was running five days a week and I have been for almost a decade now. And like, that's where the confidence comes from. So if somebody came up to me and told me, Hey, you're not good at Excel. Hey, you're not good at TikTok. Hey, you're not good at running. It would just be like water off my back. It would just kind of fall off. You know, I just wouldn't really care because I wouldn't take that to heart because I know it's not true because my foundation of confidence in those things is so strong because I've worked for them. So some, someone can't take that away from me. Like that is true confidence. I think where we can kind of see, especially women, myself included, kind of really take a hit to confidence is in their physical appearance. Physical appearance. So just like, I don't feel confident in myself, right? Like, I don't feel confident in the way I look. I see that a lot. It's like, okay, well, how do you practice the way you look? And no, you don't practice the way you look. You look the way you look. You are who you are, right? And so for that, it's really practicing and this I know everyone like rolls their eyes at this and so did I but like practicing affirmations self-love affirmations I literally write in my journal every single morning I am acting from my highest power I tap into my divine intelligence I go within and I know that I am perfect whole and complete just the way I am when I make decisions today I consult with my highest power I make decisions from a place of love I love my body. I love my mind. I respect my body. I respect my mind. Like I literally will write all of these things in my journal over and over again, because that is what you need to do to actually build the confidence in yourself, right? Because it's not about changing your appearance. It's not about changing your clothes. Even it's literally about doing that inner work on yourself. And that's why everyone talks about that. But like, you're not just going to one day magically wake up and be like, I choose to be confident today. And then you're there. And I still struggle with this. Even though I write things, those affirmations in my journal every day, I practice feeding my body well. I practice exercising. Like I practice loving and taking care of myself. 
there still are some days that I'm not confident. And you know what? That's okay because I'm a work in progress and we're going for progress, not perfection here. But my point is, unless you invest that time into yourself, you are not going to ever get to the, this confident place you want to be. You can't just hope that one day confidence just falls in your lap. It is a concerted effort to get to that place, to get to the confident place in anything in life. And I was just giving a few examples. The self-confidence is the part that is a little more intangible, I would say. But again, it just really, when you when you can kind of conceptualize that, you actually need to do work to get confident. You're not just going to be confident all of a sudden, right? Like, And it's the inner work, not just like, Oh, wearing a cute outfit, which, hey, that actually can make you feel confident. Wearing cute makeup, that can make you feel confident. But at the end of the day, if somebody said, I don't like your outfit, you might be like, oh, and you would cut, that would take like a hit to your confidence. But if you actually do the inner work on yourself and you know you're a great person, you know you're hardworking, you know you're kind, you know you're loving, like, then no one can take that from you. No one can shake that from you because you know deep down in your core that's true and you've practiced repeating affirmations to yourself you've practiced actually loving yourself which means feeding yourself nutritious foods staying hydrated drinking water getting exercise getting outside doing hard things to prove to yourself that you can do them like it is the constant work and like that again like nobody nobody can take that away from you once you've done it and that's the beautiful thing the confidence is so deep rooted and so strong and so foundational that nobody could possibly shake that from you but again it requires work it requires effort and it's not easy but the good thing is it's completely achievable and it's not this like elusive thing that oh just some people are confident and some people aren't first of all some people can pretend that they're confident and they're really not but if somebody is truly confident they will be hyping you up they will be helping you get to the place that you want to be so you should never be intimidated by a truly confident person because that person would be kind and helpful and loving and people that are kind of putting on this air of confidence that you know maybe they're actually not so confident and that's their way of dealing with it but yeah, I hope this was kind of thought-provoking. It was just top of mind for me, but it actually really gives me a lot of solace to know that whatever I want to do, whatever I want to be proficient at, I can do it. It's just going to require work, and I'm not scared of work, and neither should you be because you deserve to literally have everything you want in this world. So I'm going to go out on my five-mile recovery run. This is always the hardest run to motivate myself to do during the week because it's the easiest run, but it's the easiest run for a reason because I'm so dead tired for my long run that the thought of running right now makes me not want to do it, but we're getting out there and we're going to have another great week of training this upcoming week. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Take a screenshot, share it on your story, tag fast and flow, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.